This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our TGT Raw Reaction series, specifically called, as you very much know by now, the Arsenal Transfer Show. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well today. We've got a brand new member in the chat box, JP Shannon. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Uh, chat box, do your thing and uh, welcome them into the crew. Let's jump to the top of the top of the chat. See who made it first. Tony Christensen got in first this morning. Good morning to you, Tony. Brad Lynch, good morning to you. Matt G as well. Scrubber Steve, it's been a while. Nice to have you in the chat, Steve. Uh, Mike G Norburn, we've got uh, John T, we've got uh, Kojabo, we've got Sam, we've got Mo, we've got uh, Tom, Ratha Varies, we've got Jose, Skynet, uh, Dan, Jacob, soldier loads of you uh so many of you thank you so many as always for tuning in and making this part of your morning routine please do drop a like on today's video if you haven't done so already yesterday again two morning shows in a row we've been able to hit one thousand likes so thank you so much um for everybody that's helped support the channel and uh and yeah it's uh, it's great to be doing these shows with you all if you haven't also watched yesterday's chat with myself and Andrew, a.k.a. Ask Blog, uh, who I'm sure plenty of you listen to every single week on the Ask Cast Extra, uh, then make sure you do. We had a really good chat about Vlaovic. We had a good chat about transfers, about the postponements, about kind of the perception of Arsenal amongst other supporters and media and stuff like that. So if you haven't already gone and watched that, please make sure you do. And I'll also be live over on the Arsenal Way this morning in just over an hour's time at 9.30. So do make sure you join us over there. You'll also be able to catch Mikel Arteta's press conference on the channel as well. With tomorrow's game against Liverpool expected to go ahead without too much of an issue. So uh, fingers crossed uh, we're going to see some football tomorrow. Finally, it feels so long since Arsenal last play, even though it's only, it's, been, it's only been a week, hasn't it? But still, it feels a long, long time since we last played. Let's crack on with our first story of the day. And we begin uh, by telling you that Thomas Partey has been knocked out of the African Cup of Nations as Ghana were beaten by Cosmos 3-2, which, bad news for Partey, but it's party time for Arsenal because Arsenal will get Thomas Partey back, maybe in time for the Burnley game this weekend. We will have to wait and see. He's only played three matches, which is really good for Arsenal, um, but he will hopefully now return and be part of the team. But Ghana, really, really poor from Ghana during this tournament. Uh, although, having said that, 
probably one of the worst red card decisions I have ever seen uh, as Andre Ayew was sent off for going into a 50-50 with a goalkeeper. Didn't really touch the guy, to be honest. It was a dreadful decision. And I mean, there's been some very questionable decisions throughout the entire tournament anyway. Um, but uh, very, very frustrating uh, for Ghana supporters, I'm sure, uh, to see such ridiculous decision-making go on. But Partey will be returning to us, so uh, fingers crossed he will be involved very, very soon. Uh, Kalasadac has officially left Arsenal. He had his contract terminated with the club. I don't know the details about whether or not Arsenal are still paying any of the £100,000 per week, but considering the contract was terminated, you would imagine that they wouldn't be. He has joined Marseille on a year and a half deal uh, and will be in the, with the French side for the foreseeable and throughout any possible transfer bans that they had. People that were worried about this window, a transfer ban stopping them from signing players. It hasn't this window and Kalasinac has moved over now to play in France. Speaking of players that are leaving, Norton Cuffey, who is a very exciting young fullback, right-sided, for the youth team has joined Lincoln City on loan. A really good move for him. He's actually kind of jumped ahead of the queue in terms of a number of players that were supposed to be being sent out on loan. Exciting young fullback, one for the future. Keep an eye on Lincoln this season. He's going to be an intriguing one to cover. Uh, moving forward to Sergi Roberto, who has now been again, once again, linked uh, with a move to Arsenal. As we know, Arsenal are looking to try and find some form of reinforcement in the midfield, which has obviously led them, um, supposedly, according to Fischerheads, who are, as always, the the boogeyman, if you like, uh, <laughs> of, the, of uh, kind of the transfer window, it seems, and uh, reporting Arsenal left and right with different players. I doubt Arsenal will go for Sergio Roberto, despite there being supposed interest. I don't think there's much legitimacy in this claim whatsoever. Doesn't really suit the profile of age that Arsenal were looking for. Moving, therefore, on to Eve Basuma. Uh, Basuma now being linked once again after so much time with a move to Arsenal. According to Mercato, uh, Eve Basuma currently uh, is the subject of several offers. Brighton have rebuffed a £30 million offer already, and the Malian will not move this winter unless there is an exceptional offer. Aston Villa, Newcastle and Arsenal are interested in the player. I think this is one of those stories, to be honest, that has cropped up where one team has made a bid. Uh, I think it might have been Aston Villa that were the team that have made the bid. However, um, whilst that was rejected, because Arsenal have had interest in the past, the story credits Arsenal with interest. In my view, this isn't Arsenal rekindling an interest in Basuma. I think this is a story that has reacted to a uh, a bid from a supposed other team and then credited Arsenal with an, a long-standing interest in the player. So I wouldn't get your hopes up about Basuma. I just think that this is one where some team has put a bid in. Arsenal have had interest in the past, so they've been credited with the interest in the player. Uh, I don't think that Arsenal will be looking to bring Basuma in during this window. I think they have other targets. And speaking of other targets, Artur Mello. The story that has gone very much back and forth over the last week. One minute he's staying, the next minute he's going, the next minute uh, Juventus want to keep him, the next minute he's pushing to try and leave the club. Interestingly, Juventus supposedly have identified a possible replacement in Dennis Zakaria. Uh, the uh, Switzerland central midfielder for Borussia Mönchengladbach is expected to move on either now or in the summer when his contract expires. Artur is said to really be 
keen on this move, wants to move to Arsenal. Arsenal want to get the deal done. And uh, we're going to have to wait and see what indeed does happen. Juventus would obviously rather a permanent move for the player. Arsenal aren't really interested in doing that for the player. They have concerns about the risks associated with the deal because of, you know, his own struggles at Juve. If they can sort a loan, maybe an option clause can be inserted into that contract. But again, Juventus are being very, very stringent on the idea that they wish to get a replacement in first before they consider letting Artur go again. And Allegri, during this time, has been starting Artur. He keeps on playing Artur during this period, possibly as an attempt to try and convince him that he is part of his plans. But we've seen this a number of times throughout kind of the windows is players are started in game to try and convince them to stay. And as soon as the window closes, they're out the team again. So I'm hoping that Arsenal can push through the deal of Artur. I'd be, I'm really intrigued to see if, if Artur could really kind of, you know, rebrand himself, if you like, at Arsenal this season, maybe even earn himself a permanent move in the summer. I'm interested by the player. I think he's a quality player. He's got a lot of attributes that I think Arsenal would really benefit from. I don't think he's got the errors in his game that Xhaka has, but he's got the solid passing that Xhaka has. So I think he's got the good points of Xhaka and further positives as well that he doesn't have in the form of those silly errors that lead to goals. And finally, the headline story of the day as per, as always, as is tradition uh, on this show, is Dusan Vlahovic, uh, Serbian striker, as we all know by now. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you now know pretty much what his star sign is, um, you know, past relationships, uh, childhood sweethearts. I mean, what information don't we know about Dusan Vlahovic at this point? Uh, he is the most known player to Arsenal fans right now. And yet it remains completely unknown what is going to happen with this deal. It remains completely a mystery. However, yesterday it was reported. Arsenic, who, as we all know, is someone who, on Twitter who tweets plenty of Arsenal news. First tweet of January, uh, a report from Calcio Mercato, who has an Italian outlet, have been pretty good with the information. Uh, they've said a war is likely to break out between Fiorentina and Vlahovic. Club would have accepted AFC's package of 106 million euros, inclusive of bonuses and commissions, but the player has an informal agreement with Juve, including a penalty clause to move for free in 2023. Now, this sparked a lot of controversy when this story was obviously kind of brought to the fore because, as people know, informal agreements are not a thing. You can't have an informal agreement with a player. You can't speak to players and get kind of word-of-mouth agreements without without getting the permission of the club that they play for unless they're in a certain situation contractually, which Vlahovic is not at this moment in time. If this turns out to be true, obviously there you would expect Arsenal would look to push ahead with some kind of legal proceeding because, as I say, it's, it's not something that should be happening. Fiorentina should be looking to push ahead with some kind of legal proceeding if it is the case. Um, the agent continues to be a bit of a stumbling block. But again, I come back to the point, as I have done over the last weeks, that this is good news for Arsenal, that we're continuing to push for one of the best strikers in the world right now. I still don't understand the idea to just move on from this, to cut ties with this deal, to just go for someone else. Because if Arsenal can get this done, it would be a massively, massively appreciative and massive deal for Arsenal. So 
We shouldn't. No, we shouldn't move on from this deal. We shouldn't cut ties. We shouldn't just give up. If Arsenal can get this guy in, it would be a massive coup for the club. And we should really, genuinely, solidly be going ahead to try and get this deal done. But there remain plenty of obstacles. And as I spoke to Ars blog yesterday about this, there is an expectation that this is one that is going to continue to roll on until probably the end of the window. During which, and I should say now, I've got my rotor for deadline day and I'm doing a 6am till 6pm, 12-hour shift on deadline day. So there won't be an 8am show, ironically, on deadline day, but there will be a show in the evening at 6 and then probably once again when the window closes, just to give you a heads up about that on deadline day. But there will be 8am shows going up until deadline day because I'm on nine starts until that point. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that one. This does complete all of today's news, which means we do move into the chat box now with your questions. So if you have any questions from the chat box that you'd like to throw in, then get them in there now and we'll go through as many of them as feasibly possible. Okay, what are we saying? Let's go into the chat and see what questions you guys have got. Uh, Matt G says, do you think it's likely Basuma will move before the conclusion of any legalities? Again, it's something that I don't really like discussing because we don't know the information. Um, so I can't really discuss it, Matt, because we don't know the situation. We don't know the facts. We don't know what's going on. Um, but it would be strange if things were, you know, if a big move was done before everything and that side of things was sorted out, wouldn't it? It'd be a bit strange. Uh, Bushmani says, uh, did you read the report by the Evening Standard that we were interested in Diego Costa? I read plenty of information about being interested in Diego Costa. I just don't credit it with any interest. I don't credit it with anything genuine. I don't think Arsenal are looking at Diego Costa. Uh, I just, I don't dare even kind of add it into our main bulk of our transfer stories because it just seems... A little bit strange. Zach says, if we're unable to get Dusan Vlaovic and we target someone like a David or an Izak for the summer, are there any loan targets in the meantime? Zach, it's a good question. And the honest answer is that there doesn't seem to be any kind of alternative to Dusan Vlaovic in the January window. As we know, Izak, uh, David will most likely move in the summer. Unlikely, very, very unlikely, almost certain not to move during the January window. I think that Arsenal should look to pursue a loan deal if they don't get Dusan Vlaovic. They need to bring in some kind of reinforcement, as I've mentioned, a Luka Jovic, for instance. But it, it doesn't look like that would be the case unless on deadline day, all of a sudden, there's a, a huge turnaround and Arsenal suddenly push for someone new and try to get the deal done. Uh, very interestingly. Um, a 5 a.m. deadline day show. Uh, I don't think so. I will be up at that time, but I'm not doing a 5 a.m. show. I wouldn't dare get people up that early. Rathaveri says, what happens if after all the talk and hype, we actually don't sign anyone in this window? It would kind of be a classic Arsenal in the past. So hoping that it changes and we do something constructive. Look, it's an absolute possibility that we don't sign anyone during this window. Um, I'll be very critical of the fact that we didn't get a midfielder in. I won't be critical of a striker because the reason why I won't really be too critical of a striker is because we're really pushing for this guy, Blaovic. We really want to get this guy in. Um, and he's a big, big player. And he's be it'd be very, very impressive if Arsenal managed to do it. And to be honest, there aren't really that many options that we could bring in on a temporary basis. I was trying to wrap my brains and look around Europe for strikers. And it is so sparse in regards to kind of the backups, the loan options that player that teams would be willing to let go of that you could bring in for the final six months that would genuinely help us. 
But I'd be critical of the midfield situation. I'd be critical of letting Maitland-Niles go and I'd be critical of not bringing in a replacement because I do feel like we do need absolutely reinforcement in the area for the rest of the season. But striker, whilst we need reinforcement, I'm not I'm not encouraging the clubs just to go and get any old player like we have done in the past and do a Denis Suarez for a striker. I'm just not interested in that. So we will wait and see. King says, Tom, will you buy a Vlaovic shirt if he joins us? I already own a Fiorentina shirt, uh, so I don't need to. <laughs> um, I, or To be fair, I suppose when he joins, would I buy an Arsenal shirt? I also already have all three of the kits from this season. None of them have names on the back, though, so it could get printed. But what I am looking forward to is if it was ever, and you know, we prayed to the footballing gods that this is something that can happen, that we can do. I don't know if you guys watched the channel when Thomas Partey signed in 2020. We did the whole kit reveal. Atletico Madrid shirt came off, Arsenal shirt underneath. Absolutely recreating that. If we pulled off the Dusan Vlaovic situation, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Denny says, is Aubameyang really coming back to Arsenal? He's already back. Uh, Aubameyang, as far as we're aware, has returned at this point. He's been monitored by uh, the medical staff. Although saying that, apparently, uh, and I did read a story this morning, it was only loose, so I didn't really talk about it so much. Um, but Arsenal are basically, let's, let's find the story for you all. Um, I don't know if it was on my Twitter feed or if it was on somewhere else. Uh, let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, Arsenal have been in touch with the Bamiang and Reese and received confirmation that he is fine. Club insiders dismissed claims from the Gabon boss, Patrice Naveau, uh, that Arsenal had put the Gabon under pressure to release a Bamiang. So he has returned. They've denied claims about forcing him to come back. But it's one that, you know, we're still unsure what's going to happen with the Bamiyan because of his situation with uh, his situation with what's it? Um, the, the you know, the exile, the captaincy stuff. We don't know what's going to go on with that. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Axelrod says, uh, whom are we targeting in the centre defensive mid and right back backup positions? I don't think anyone during the January window, Axelrod, we were linked with that Jed Spence move. I don't think that's something that Arsenal will do during this window. Saying that, interestingly, a couple of Italian clubs have now registered their interest supposedly in Jed Spence. I just find it mad. I don't think he's that impressive of a footballer, to be honest, at this stage. I think that he's inconsistent. I don't think he offers the quality that we need. And that comes from a place of people that have been watching him plenty at this point. So we'll see what happens. Um, Scrubber Steve says, what is your cutoff point for giving up on DV this transfer window? Uh, to the point where it becomes impossible, Scrubber Steve, like it's to the point where you can't get him during this window. I'd keep going while the opportunity and while the door is still open. Once it's firmly shut, once the player turns around to us and says, I categorically do not want to join you, which if that had happened, we would not still be chasing this guy. We would not still be interested in this guy if he had turned around and said, I am not moving to Arsenal, categorically, which clearly hasn't happened. So we'll have to wait and see what indeed does happen. Um, Vero says, how many players are Arsenal keeping tabs on? Loads, mate. Loads. Arsenal keep tabs on loads of players all the time. It's very common for Arsenal to have plenty more targets than are actually being reported in the media. I don't think we're going to see um, Arsenal sign all of those players. That'd be ridiculous. But they're keeping tabs on loads, you're talking double figures, the numbers of players we're keeping tabs on. Uh, thanks, GD. If you didn't check out my show with Sophie last night, I joined her over on the Highbury squads. Really good discussion around transfers and players and the future of the likes of Mavropanos and, uh, and other players like that. So do go and have a look on the Highbury squads. It's a really good conversation, as it always is with Sophie. 
Um, Michael says, Arter is not the player he was at Barca. My fear is that he would struggle physically with the intensity of the league. I thought that about Odegaard, Sambi, Nuno. I've thought that about a lot of players. Um, Kante, like a lot of diminutive, smaller players. I've worried about the physicality of the Premier League, and yet they've still flourished. So I never really consider that anymore, to be honest. I never really look at the physicality. If they're technically good enough, they would genuinely be able to deal with the, the Premier League without an issue. Um, let's go to scrolling down a little bit more. African, African Theory TV says, not a question, just reminding everyone to hit the like button. Please make sure you do hit the like button. Tom's going to sneeze. I'll be back in a second. That's now my sneezing barrier. <laughs> that, that, that sneeze is now my... That, sorry, that intro video is now what I use to block sneezes. The TGT sneeze has a new jingle, if you like. Um, Jesus. Oh, this, I, I need to clean this room out. It must be so dusty. I was doing this show in this room. I need to clean it. Let's be real. The only reason you don't see anything, the green screen, it's just a mess. <laughs> so it is. Anyway, we need to sort that stuff out. Um, last says, Tom, would you sell a Bamiang if a 20 million bids came in from Newcastle? Yes, I absolutely would. Uh, Reggie says, who could afford Dusan Vlaovic without breaking their bank or unbalancing their team? Not, I don't know if anyone uh, really could. Real Madrid, possibly, uh, arguably would be. Um, what a way to skip a sneeze. Absolutely. I mean, if I've got the technology, I might as well use it, you know. Um, Vera says, could Pepe play agent for Frank Kesse? Uh, I mean, Pepe's not exactly the, he's not exactly the most, uh, what's the happiest of players, is he, at Arsenal? So why would want to do Arsenal a favour at the moment? I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Paul says, is the squad too thin now after the clear out of fringe players? Um, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's too thin. I just think there isn't, there's a really genuine good question about the experience in the side. We've let go of Kalasinac. We've let go of Marie. That's two players that added to the kind of, you know, the average age being quite high in the squad. We have got a very, very young team. It's worked out for us so far, but there's always going to be a bit of concern. Are we lacking guidance? Are we lacking those, you know, experienced heads in the group that are going to help us push towards the top four? Although, you know, the famous saying, you can't win anything with kids. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, JDB says, why don't you pronounce Arthur Arthur Mello like you pronounce Arthur Aconquo? You sound like Shakespeare. I, I think it's Brazilian. I think it's Arthur. I, I have it on pretty good authority. It's Arthur. It's not Arthur. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Arthur, but uh, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Um, oh, goodness me, just bore off. Um, Billy says, what uh, What about uh, taking Jovic on loan? If he's scoring goals, we can take him. If not, we will have time in the summer to pick our striker. Um, I think Jovic on loan is the most likely of all possible loan options that we've got. I don't really know of anyone um, beyond Luka Jovic that's of a quality that a club would be willing to let go of during this window. Um, that's It just makes sense. Why would you let go of a decent enough striker during this window that's surplus for requirements? It's very rare to find a striker that's going to be good enough for Arsenal that is going to be allowed to let leave by their team. I might do some more research into finding some more and make a list. I'm also really interested in the wide forward position. Like we don't actually have to go for a striker. 
What we could do is we could look to sign a wide forward player permanently that can also play in the striking position. If we do that, I think that adds plenty of depth to the right-hand side and also in that striking role too. Um, what about the mids? Uh, no player being linked except Arta. Again, if we don't get Arta, I imagine they've got backup plans, but it doesn't mean they're going to go for them in this window. We'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'm sorry to cut the show short today, guys. I've got loads going on this morning before I start work, so I am going to have to cut things there. Um, apologies for that. There will be a preview show for the Liverpool game this evening, so I'm looking forward to bringing you guys that. Uh, I'll also be live over on the Arsenal way at half past nine, so do go check out the link to the Arsenal way in the description. Just over an hour's time, you'll be able to join us in the chat box over there. We're we'll talking more about transfers. Help us uh, get to 1,000 likes again on the video. We've done it the last two days. So before you go, please do press the like button. I really would appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys, as it always is. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.